Yeah, well, we're sisters, so that's how we know each other. <laughs> think I have so much time, and then I don't. And then Natalie shows up early and on time. I think our style is definitely different from the previous one. Well, I'm obsessed with Hailey Bieber. And then mine's Sophia Richie, or I guess now Sophia Green. Our advice definitely is to take those risks, especially if you're passionate about, you know, the outcome of that risk. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Huga Girls podcast. It's Emma. And Maddie, we're so excited to be back with you guys. Happy Monday. I know. Hope your Monday, hope this is going to be a good week. I feel like this is a weird time across like the country because some places I think are entering a little bit of like cold vibes. Not even cold, but like the autumn air is crisping up versus like I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. It is full summer mode too. I was cooking on a boat today it was like 95 degrees and I was like why is this the hottest month ever so we're we're kind of in that transition period um but yeah how are, how are you feeling I'm feeling good I honestly well let, let's just jump right into it because we even asked the girls question and I feel like it fits very perfectly I feel this. like but it does ask, too <laughs> yes our ask the girls question is are you excited for fall and I'm gonna take the mic for a second and express how excited I am for fall I like think that fall is I shouldn't say I think Fall is my favorite season of the year, hands down. Definitive. Sure, yes, <laughs> definitive. I love fall fashion. I love fall weather because, you know, you can go outside and it's crisp, but it's still kind of warm in the middle of the day. You can wear a sweater, but you don't have to wear a jacket yet. I just feel like fall fashion is the best. I also love fall cooking, like standing in the kitchen with a glass of red wine, like cooking some acorn squash. Or tonight we made, um, see, I'm way too excited for fall. We <laughs> made homemade gluten-free cinnamon rolls with a chai glaze frosting mm. on them. It's the half-baked harvest recipe. Um, and I was like, this is pathetic because it is 97 degrees outside. But I'm so excited for fall that... I just dove right into it, and I, I love it. I love fall. I am excited for fall. Maddie, I have a question. Oh, goodness, what? Do you like fall? Oh, well, if you want me to get into it, I can really... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm so enthused for you, and I something I struggle with is I do like fall. I, I would lean more of a summer girl, though, and I think you know that about me. I think that if it had to be, like, one season all, all year round, I would choose summer. But I feel like you might choose fall all year round. I would, I would choose fall. But I also think that part of the reason that I like fall so much is this is going to sound really silly because for those of you who are new to the show, I live in Denver, Colorado, and I swear we have a week of fall every single year. We don't have You've said like, that a true before. Yeah. yeah, because we have 90 degrees and then it turns into fall one day and then it's snow. And then once it snows, in my mind, I'm like, this isn't fall anymore. This isn't what I bargained for. Mm-hmm. That's winter. I'm over it. So I wish that I had a true fall for longer where like leaves are changing. I don't know. My boyfriend keeps making fun of me because I'm like, I just, I want to move to a farm in Vermont and be with the red maple leaves oh changing. God. And he's like, <laughs> shut up. Like, he's like, you're fine. But I just, I love the fall aesthetic. It makes me happy. But I think that part of that, honestly, Emma, is because growing up in Charleston, there wasn't like a true, quote, fall. It was really just kind of like summer into like rain. So. Correct. Yeah. I, th- I think that's why. And then in Denver, it's like summer directly into winter. So. I get it, but you, I you need a, a you need a girly. best of both worlds moment. I feel like you're in polarizing cities in terms of weather. 
you're you're you need a Noah Khan moment. Uh, I, I do. But it's the season, season of the sticks. Of the sticks and I... Where is the stick season? That's the that's what we're all wondering. Yeah, that's where I want to live for the rest of my life with the sticks, Maddie X with sticks, sticks collab. Yes. Oh my god, I love it. No, I I am excited for fall in sense of like. I, I don't know. I, it's too hot here right now. But as soon as it dips below, honestly, Did you like just seventy say for it was me, too I'm hot? over it. What? You never say it's too hot. Okay, Did you just say it's too hot. I did say it's too hot when I'm, I'm calling getting, you out. Well, when I'm getting rashes because I'm literally like valid so hot it's too hot like i was out in the sun today i'm literally having like sunspots on me because or not even i I know rash is like a weird word but i mean rash is like the word moist to me like it's like not a fun word to hear i agree like rash ew anyway but i literally (laughs) was i was getting like a heat rash on my body from overheating and so i'm like this is too far so i am excited for a little bit more moderation of temperature but like keep it above 70 or i'm pissed <laughs> yeah or emma's out she's or i'm out see her no yep. as soon as we're as soon as i see a six or or below in front i'm i'm over it and i'm not hot take i know i'm not a fall palette girl in terms of my food so things that i i don't hate them but things that i don't pick up include but not limited to chai pumpkin cinnamon like salami you know that like that that's my fault it's like a warm it's a warm palette i do not reach for a warm palette like i am like a spring palette girl spring and summer palette girl so when everyone's like oh my god the new ice chai pumpkin latte is out and i'm like i will (laughs) never order that in my life See, I'm such, I'm the opposite. I'm such but a But people love girl. it. Yeah, no, yes, people love it. I'm not it. a pumpkin spice girl. I will say that. I think I've said that on the podcast before. Like, I like a pumpkin spice cake. Um, I don't like pumpkin in my coffee. I just, I don't like it. Mm. I think it's like ick. I don't know. But I do love like a pumpkin spice cake. I do love cinnamon. Or what like, did you I say made you made for rolls. dinner? Like a chai Oh, no. So cinnamon after dinner, we made like a, <laughs> so we made a homemade gluten-free cinnamon roll loaf so it was like we rolled it up and then we put it in like a loaf pan it was kind of like pull apart bread and then we made a chai like glaze frosting to put over it it was very good which I didn't realize that was like part of the frosting when we were making it until it was made and I was like oh this is probably a fall dish but I no, I mean I love that very fall very fun yes very fall very fun I love squash I love cinnamon I love like salami and cheese and red wine like I oh No, it's a palette. It's a palette for sure. And I just, I, I like it, but I give it like a four out of 10. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Like I don't detest, like I will eat it, but it's just, I I will not pick it over other things, which is just, it's just interesting how we're all so different. I know. I know we are. But speaking of being different, I'm curious to hear your no show all tell item because I really tried to step up my game this time because if you know in the past, mine has been very abstract and very, (laughs) for lack of a better word, shitty. So I stepped up my game this time and we have not recorded an episode together in so long, I feel like. So Emma, what is your no show all tell? Okay, so mine is music related this week. Oh, so so it's abstract. No, it's not abstract. It's a tangible item. It is a vinyl. And it is the Supreme, the Sabrina Carpenter vinyl for emails oh. I can't send is what the album's called. I'm trying to open it up and uh, kind of show Maddie and then I'll put it on the story as well. But I love Sabrina Carpenter. I started listening to her. I had never really lo- listened to her as like a musical artist until last summer. She came out with this 
album called Emails I Can't Send, and it was right when I moved to Costa Rica. You know when you attach different music, like music albums with times in your life? Like Mm -hmm. when I first moved to Costa Rica, it was like I listened to Sabrina Carpenter, which is like the whitest, poppiest thing ever in my little like Hispanic (laughs) villa, right? But I just got so obsessed with her album and I like lived in a little studio by myself and I just like had the best time and I got so into it. She recently probably, so it didn't, like it did fine, you know, like the album did fine I think when it first came out, but it's gotten really popular recently. So I'm really happy for her because I'm like, it deserves, like I felt like when I listened to it, I was the only one listening to it. I know I wasn't, but it was a lot smaller of like a demographic and now she's like touring. She actually finished a leg of her tour started another leg of the tour because like it ended and then it got popular and so she was like wait I'll do it again so now she's literally retouring it like can you know continuing on and I just love her and I also so I I don't know I have the vinyl now and I wanted to share the vinyl with you and no I love I have a little record player and it's a moment so that's my item today okay so hot take that would fall under the fall aesthetic in my opinion a record and a record player I I agree it's fall aesthetic and as long as it's not going in my mouth, I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I love that, though. I'm going to have to listen because I actually have not listened to that album. So Her song, note. Nonsense, is the one that, like, blew up on TikTok. It's crazy how much TikTok literally changes oh, people's yeah. lives. But she, one of the songs on the album is called Nonsense. And it's a good song. It's not, like, my absolute favorite off the album. But it blew up because there's, at the end, she does these outros. And at each show, she'll kind of change up. Like, she'll make a rhyme at the end, basically. Oh. And it'll be unique to like a Chicago show or to Denver or wherever she is. And so people started filming it and putting it on TikTok. And then everyone's like, oh, what is this song? And they're like, oh, what is this album? And now yeah, like, her album is She's like good. platinum or, or gold or something like that that it wasn't at before. So she's slaying and i and i love Get her on you, Sabrina. Um, very poppy but if you haven't listened and you enjoy pop music i highly recommend okay so i'm gonna give it a listen i'll add it to my my list sounds great we'll be good my, let's hear let's hear yours yes i'm very excited so first off i actually have a question for you because i don't know this about you are you an at-home coffee girl ever because i know that you get coffee out all the time but like when you go work and do whatever but do you ever make coffee at home I do not. I don't really know how. And I think that's, I haven't really tried to be an at-home coffee girl. So I have, you don't succeed if you don't try. So no, but because I really don't try to, but I feel like, I feel like I should in my like next stage of life. We'll see. I was going to say it's giving like early 2000s infomercial because I have the product for you. No way. Do oh tell. yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I have been in my cold brew phase recently. I just think that it's so easy to like pour some cold brew over ice and like run out the door and specifically slingshot coffee co cold brew it looks like a you know those like franzia bagged wines that are in the boxes and you like stick them in the fridge yes i do yes so it looks like that but it's cold brew and you can find it at sprouts or i think they have at whole foods i'm not really sure it's like 12 dollars for the thing but then you get I think it says eight servings, but for me, it usually lasts like 12 or so servings because I'm not oh, doing that's like really a good massive thing. Yeah. thing. yeah, because it's like a dollar coffee and it is the best cold brew I have ever had in my entire life. I gave it to my boyfriend the other day and he was saying that it tastes like the coffee flavor in tiramisu. So it's almost like a sweeter coffee just by itself. So I'll do like a tiny splash of milk. If that, I don't feel like I need to add anything to it. And I just feel like it has really good flavor. And I haven't heard anyone talk about it. So I was like, I need to shout it out because it's so convenient. You just like stick it in your fridge. 
and it, see you, that's like, that's what stout. I need. That would make that me an at-home coffee need. girl. Yeah, yeah, and like it just it helps, and then that way, if you like want to get another coffee out like later in the day, you can. But at least for me, I try to make my coffee and bring it to work. Like I'm not really an out and about coffee kind of girly. I'll go out on the weekends or like. If I'm meeting a friend, obviously, but when I'm on my way to work, I'm like, whatever is quick and easy. And we have an espresso and I absolutely love it. But sometimes it's time consuming to like put in the pot and froth the milk and then you have to clean the milk frother and like Mm -hmm. all the things. And not that it makes that much of a difference, but it does save you a little bit of time in the morning. And if the coffee is really good quality, I find that sometimes with cold brew, if you like keep it in the fridge for too long, it kind of loses its flavor. If you, Yeah. yeah, exactly. But this one stays... It tastes good. It's really good. Oh, I love that. I need to try. Honestly, I think the reason I get coffee out so much is because I work remote. So like that's my activity. Like that's my office as a coffee shop. And when I go, I feel like I need to buy something instead of just sitting there. So that's usually what I do. It's like if I just, I know I'm going to get a coffee if I go to a coffee shop because I don't want to like sit there and not buy anything. So if I made one in the morning too, I would just be cracked out. So I try to get myself to one a day. Um... But that, that, that's good to know and definitely more economic. Listen to this literal shit. I went to this oh, coffee no. shop that I love the other day, downtown Charleston, and I got a large coffee. Here's my order, like large coffee with vanilla, just like one syrup, and I got whole milk. I didn't get a milk alternative, so it's like a just a standard large coffee or an oh, iced no. latte with vanilla, whatever. It was like $10. That's and ridiculous. I, and I was like, you have to literally be shitting me. And I did tip like 15%, but like without the tip, it was like 850 or something. Yep. And I'm like, holy crap. And I texted one of my friends who works there, actually. She works at the coffee shop like part-time. And I was like, hey, is there a reason my coffee was just 10 freaking dollars? And she was saying that they had to recently, because everything's going up in terms of like their products, what they have to yep. buy they had to up the prices a dollar but she's like I still feel like when you got like no milk alternative and like just one flavor it shouldn't have been yeah 850 I mean I was crazy crazy, but I was like I'm gonna go broke just trying to to drink a coffee a day it's crazy no literally that happened to me the other day I went to my same coffee shop I always go to and I got a small almond milk latte with like honey and cinnamon which honey and cinnamon don't cost extra because you just like put it in at the end yeah so yeah it literally was like almond milk like a small almond milk latte 750 for a 12 mm. ounce hot salt like hot latte i was like are you kidding me it's that's ins- insane yeah she's like they might have charged coffee. you extra for like a milk that they didn't mean to i was like i don't even feel like they did i just feel like it's insanely high price yeah i'm yep, not so. on that i'm not on that um broke girl shit. or i'm trying not to be but i <laughs> inevitably it's coming for me it's happening but yeah oh if gosh. you want to give slingshot coffee a try or even like if you want to go and like I said, like if you go out, then you could get like a decaf or, you know, like maybe on a day where you're not going out or whatever. It's just it's really good. I, like I love it. that. Thank you for your very solid no show all tell today. Yep. Not you were so yeah. If you not haven't abstract. listened before, Maddie was doing like running and Pinterest as like the concepts. Songs. Like, yep. Songs as a concept, like a playlist. Like, you cannot so. do this. It's not allowed. I'm not allowed to. No, I'm not. You were saying that to me. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. yeah, it was It was just silly. It was yes. silly. Yes, yes. But anyways, that was a good little ketchup and mustard, I think. 
I think so too. Um, we hope you guys are all doing amazing. I know I'm actually about to move again as a little life it's update so for exciting. me, which is crazy. Yeah, so I'm about to move out of this godforsaken apartment. I don't. I haven't talked about it here, but I have you'll like have a, to spell the T once you move. Correct. Yeah, I feel like a little bit um, not Uncomfy. in a safe space to share yeah. at the moment. But yeah, just have like a little roomy situation that I am ready to leave in my past so i'm updates moving updates to come and you if you guys want to follow me on any of my personal stuff i'm gonna post all about my moving journey and apartments i've been looking at and stuff so you can it it's emma roof it's always in the show notes as well so you can check yes. that out uh, but i'm really excited about that still working the same job maddie's still working the same job she's been yep. in her running era and i am we, my life yeah i just wanted to share a little bit about us because we are about to have two guests on two this guests. episode today, I think it's which, our first time ever having two guests on the a show. A double guest? Yeah, so it's yeah. like two of two full guests, not just one, two. Double whammy, right? Two full as opposed to one and a half guests. Opposed to one <laughs> uh, someone and their dog. <laughs> two no, full. No, we are so excited. <laughs> we have two full guests, um, Hannah and Natalie. They are sisters who went into business together to own a local boutique. You guys, this was such a fun episode to record. The boutique that they own is actually a couple blocks away from my house, which is how I know about it. And I thought it was really interesting because they are both in their mid-20s. So I figured would be fun to have them on kind of to discuss the ins and outs of owning a business specifically in that time period of your life because I feel like that is a pretty untraditional route and on top of all the business-esque conversation we also had some really fun chats about style so I think that you guys will really enjoy today's episode so without further ado let's just jump right into it let's do it Natalie Hannah hello thank you so much for being with me today hello we're so excited (laughs) Yeah, I'm so excited to have you guys on the show. I was saying to you off mic, like before we started recording, I think this is the first time I've ever hosted two people at once. So I'm super excited. I think it's going to be so fun. But for our audience, um, because they don't know you, go ahead and introduce yourself. You know, how you guys know each other, how you grew up and how you landed to be in the position that you're in now. Yeah, well, we're sisters, so that's Mm -hmm. how we know each other. Um, but I'm Natalie Weber. I'm Hannah. And Hannah's older. I'm older. <laughs> by two years. Um, but we own Pink's Denver. It's a local Denver boutique in the Bonnie Bray neighborhood. Um, it was an existing business that we purchased um, last year in August 2022. Um, so we've owned it for a full year now. But that's kind of the background on us. And yeah, we're just young entrepreneurial ladies. <laughs> yes, and I love it. And we're going to deep dive into all of that. But in terms of your ages, because you said that Hannah is two years older than you, Natalie. So how old are you guys? So I'm turning 27 this month. Um, so bought it when I had just turned 26. And Natalie was... Yeah. Uh, are you 24? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's 24, but she's turning 25 next month. So we're both almost 25, almost 27. Okay. Well, happy mm-hmm. almost birthdays. Thank um, you. And was the plan to always go into business together or how did you guys stumble upon that? Um, I think growing up, um, our mom always was like, you guys need to do something together in the future. Um, my major was film in college and Natalie's was PR. So like, we didn't really, it wasn't a plan to go into business necessarily, but like we knew we wanted to do something along the lines of like 
fashion or with clothes, starting our own brand, something like that. And then Pink's just kind of landed in our lap last year. And we were like, okay, we should probably jump on this. So landed in your lap in what way? Yeah, so we knew the previous owner really well. I had worked for her um, throughout high school and college part-time whenever I needed some extra cash. Um, And so I've known her for so many years. I was a junior in high school when I started working there. Um, So we were pretty close. And then Hannah started managing there um, after COVID for how many years? I was a manager for like two years. Okay, yeah. So we had known her and know her really well. Um, so we just have a great relationship with her and she ended up reaching out last year around probably May and she Mm -hmm. was just letting us know that she had the interest to sell and she wanted to sell to us specifically. Was it an immediate yes or did you have to think it over or what was your thought process there? Because I'm just thinking I'm 23, almost 24 and I was thinking about it from my perspective and if someone came to me and was like, hey, I have this business and I think you'd be really successful in owning it, I would be like, holy shit, I am in my 20s. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So did you just jump into it like head first or was there any any hesitancy there? Um. Well, so I was... So last year, beginning of 2022, I was still working there as the manager. Um, And I had mentioned to her before I like went to like, I went to another job briefly and I'd mentioned to her, I was like, Hey, like I've kind of seen the behind the scenes of how you run a business and I'm really interested in it. And I know like Natalie would also be probably very interested in it too. So when I left, I kind of let her know, I was like, Hey, if you ever decide to sell, we would probably be interested But when she did come to us, she thought it wasn't going to be for like a year. And then it was like three months later. Oh, wow. She was like, okay, actually, I'm ready to sell. We were kind of like, oh, gosh, but we knew we were going to do it. So it kind of was like a we looked at each other and we're like, should we do this? But like we deep down, we knew we were going to. But it was just a scary transition because we both had um, like work from home jobs. We were both in like big companies and just used to working on the computer all day. Um, We obviously had both had a retail experience, but never owned a business, obviously. So that was a little daunting itself. Like, how does this even work? Like, what are our next steps? What does this process look like? Once we are the owners, what do we need to do? So Honestly, we were transitioning while we were still working from our other jobs, how to prepare and get ready to purchase a business. So it took a lot of planning during that time. Yeah, it was very chaotic. (laughs) Yeah, that makes complete sense. I truthfully don't know how you guys did it because that's a really scary jump to make, even if it is something that you know, you know, the business has been successful in the past. It's like, well... Now it's not up to someone else. It's fully up to me. And like you were saying, like transitioning from a office job or a corporate setting to owning a small business is a huge transition. Um, So if you don't mind sharing, I'd love to hear just a little bit about your realms and responsibilities of owning a boutique. I know a little bit from the back end of like some family members who are in that industry. Um, But I'm just curious, you know, like what are the things that you didn't take into account when you first started? I think that we both knew that we'd be buying a lot, which we're very comfortable with. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that the like the legal stuff was like we knew we were going to have to deal with it, but like 
that's kind of been like the, we like I didn't go to school for that like my my degrees in film like I yeah. didn't learn how to do any of this stuff so like we obviously hired a CPA right away um just so we could also have like advice from someone who's like in the field of finance and all that stuff so yeah taxes neither, neither of us are really numbers people <laughs> so we already knew we were gonna need to hire where we had those weaknesses so we have our bookkeeper we have a cpa um we really lean on them for you know gaining better knowledge of how this all works um but yeah and then when hannah said buying i think she means like merchandise for yeah the sorry store. I, yep um yeah. yeah so we do buy a lot obviously we are the buyers we are everything in the business other mm-hmm. than the bookkeeper and cpa yep. um we are the social media manager marketing ad mm-hmm. so um yeah we do all things we wear many different hats so how do you guys divide that you know do you say okay Natalie's on social media marketing and then, you know, Hannah is in charge of merchandising and she's the one actually working day in, day out. Like, how do you guys divide those responsibilities? Well, Natalie's brain and my brain actually work very different. We're very (laughs) similar, but she's very like type A, has to get things done right away. And I'm the relaxed one. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would say. So it's good. We balance each other out. I need her and she needs me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like she'll she'll come in and usually she goes right to the back computer and I'll go to the floor to help like whoever's in the store is usually what happens. Yeah, I feel like our positions kind of naturally just set in, but like I'm such a person that needs to get the admin stuff out of the way. Mm -hmm. And it's good that I have you because you're like, let me fix up the store. Let me make (laughs) everyone happy in here. And I'm just like tunnel vision for mm-hmm. the emails and getting everything organized. But when it comes to like buying clothes and stuff, yeah. we do that all together. Yeah. We so usually like, don't buy anything that one person dislikes. So. Yeah. It's just the best way to, you know, not have a conflict with one another or to like have arguments about something. Like obviously if if she sees something that she really likes and she thinks will do really well in the store and she's very like adamant about it, we'll be like, okay, yeah. And then she'll let me have, like, my thing, too. So that's just kind of how we make sure we don't have disagreements with that. That makes sense. So how much of it is personal style versus what you think will do well for the store and your clientele? Mostly it's for what we think the store will like. Um, We kind of create these personas of people we know in our life that have different styles. And we're like, this is so so and so and like mm-hmm. this piece is more her and like we tried to you know purchase things for a variety of people that have different tastes and style um they're all pretty cohesive which is good i feel like we've kept pink's identity pretty much the same from the previous owner but we do feel like we have kind of made it into our own personal style it reflects us more than Mm -hmm. the personal owner at this point but um or the previous Previous. owner sorry (laughs) um but yeah but yeah we I think our style is definitely different than the previous owner I think she also had she had the store for like nine years so she also had different phases of her life and I think she bought differently in each kind of phase Mm -hmm. the last phase was like a little bit younger um more high school and then when I was the manager there, it was it was a little bit more like 20s, 30s, but like boho. Okay. So like it all kind of transferred. And then I think, um, I mean, we really like obviously the stuff we're buying right now. But we also have, we've moved the age range from like 
the goal youngest age is usually college, but we do get a ton of high schoolers in. Like we've just did sorority rush stuff too for like the seniors. And then we did like senior picture stuff. So we've got high school to like our grandma's age. Okay. (laughs) Is like what we try to buy for. So typically speaking, we buy for the customers and then Mm -hmm. sometimes we'll sneak in something a little trendy and risky to see if people like it. And if it doesn't work out, then we just won't buy that trend again. I love it. So what? how would you define your own individual style? <laughs> we ask, we ask our, uh, when we were interviewing girls, we would ask them that. And we we're like, that's a really hard question. It is a hard question. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I feel like I, this is what I strive for. I don't want to say this is what I'm giving off, but I always like to strive for this. But I feel like chic, feminine, and a little edgy. Okay. But... That's kind of my go-to word or words when I'm getting dressed in the morning. So, Natalie told me I was girly tomboy, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say that's what I am. Okay, so different styles though. You guys have different mm-hmm. personal styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like we sometimes, I mean, we will show up to work a lot of the times in the exact same outfit too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I think we're same outfit, like different font. Yeah, completely <laughs> different font. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So speaking of showing up to work, you know, kicking off your day, um, how does your morning start? And walk us through like your entire morning routine from the moment your eyes open on your pillow in the morning to like when you're at your lunch break at the boutique. Or do you get a lunch break? You know, that's another. So yeah. ours are completely different because Hannah has a fur baby at home. So I do. Like, and I'm also, I'll, I'm late every single day. <laughs> I, there's like... I will even leave like 30 minutes early and I will still be late. Anyways, so that's my morning routine is I think I have so much time and then I don't. And then Natalie shows up early and on time. Yeah. But I am going to use my dog as an excuse. Yeah. I do have to walk him obviously you have every a day. <laughs> so maybe that takes up more of my time. And then in the morning, I usually go to a workout class, um, shower, get ready, make breakfast. And then head off to work. What and, time do you get ready? Yeah, time um, Yeah, so I usually get up or go to a class at 8 a.m. Because we don't start work till 11, yeah. which is so nice. Okay. Um, so I don't usually get to a class on class pass by 8 a.m. And then once I finish that up, like around 9, I come here, shower, make breakfast. I'm always leaving by 1045 for the store. So usually I have like some downtime. I I sit on the couch, scroll Instagram a little bit. There you go. I never have downtime. <laughs> I'm always like running to the next thing. I do and the exact like, same wish. thing. Yeah, I do the exact same thing she does, but for some reason <laughs> it all double. takes a lot longer. <laughs> double the time. Yeah. So well, once you get into the store, is it? Do you get a lunch break every single day or is it just kind of like you work until the store closes and it depends on what the day throws at you? Pretty much that just since if it is just us working, um, if there's downtime, like sometimes, you know, there isn't people in the store. So like when we have those moments, that's when we sit down, we'll eat or like we'll usually take turns eating. So like if Natalie sits in the back and starts eating, I'll sit like there's like a desk in the back and I'll sit at the chair where I can see the front door if someone comes in and if that's the case I go out and she stays in the back and eats so like we trade off like that but we don't take like actual break 
Yeah, breaks. we just sit down when it's when we have some downtime. Some days there are no downtime, so mm-hmm. that's when one person goes in the back says, "I'm hungry, I gotta eat." Yeah. <laughs> um, but sense. we also have like the most amazing neighbors. We have a coffee shop, Ink Coffee. We have a new nutrition place that's really good for smoothies and like quick bites to eat. So we have good things around us too if we forget mm-hmm. a lunch. But that's always fun to go visit them. So describe where your boutique is located because I, I obviously know where it is. It's literally two blocks from my house right now as we're recording. Um, but for our listeners, describe kind of like the vibe of the area. So it's off University and it is when we say the Bonnie Bray area, it is called the Bonnie Bray area, but it's Bonnie Bray ice cream kind of kicks it off. And then you've got Bonnie Bray liquor and then you've got Blondie's, the hair salon, and it's usually on your way to Cherry Creek or like it's right by Cherry Creek Mall. So it's like a five minute drive from there. Um, And we're kind of just in the middle of all the little shops. (laughs) Sometimes it's hard to see, but we do have parking in the front on the street, but we also have parking in the back. Yeah. And a good thing to note is it's in between Campus Lounge and Bonnie Bray Ice Cream. So it's in between literally the middle. Yeah. Okay. So for all of our Denver listeners out there, now you know where it is, where to find <laughs> it. Um, so in terms of being an entrepreneur, because that's a crazy word to say, especially when you're in your 20s, what are the three most important habits that each of you have that has made you successful in the last year? And these could be things that you walked into the last year of owning the boutique knowing you needed to implement or they could be things that you've picked up along the way and realized, oh, wow, like this is actually really helpful and I need to keep doing it. Yeah, I feel like we're so in the beginning of this journey as well that I'm sure we'll learn even more as we continue. But we were just talking before this that we really know our weaknesses, mm-hmm. personal between us two, and we communicate that with each other. And then also we know our weaknesses in the part where we're not as great with numbers, we're not as great, you know, with that type of thing. So to really hire um, people who have those strengths. um, So that's always really important. What's another one? Um, I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Putting you on the spot. Yeah, I feel like another one, and I don't know if this really goes with this topic, but just like social media is so important these days. Um, and so like we had a lot of strategy talks before we bought the business on how we wanted to run the Instagram and how to improve our following, our audience and, you know, reach new people. Um, so our goal in the next year is to hopefully, um, create an online store Mm -hmm. so that way we can utilize, you know, social media's shopping tools. Um, so I feel like that is a big one just to keep it up and strengthen it. I don't know. No, I actually need you to ask, I need you, what's the question again? Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, I forgot. You're like, what are we talking about right now? Your yeah. three most important habits that have helped you become successful habits. in the last year or have kept you successful. And it can habits. be something habits. not even <laughs> business like, related at all. It could literally be like, you know, I have to have coffee at 1215 sharp every single day. You know, it can be yeah. literally okay. I feel like I answered those so incorrectly. Yeah. No, I, I love it though. I love it. <laughs> Because I was like, I was trying to be like, what are you saying? Habit. And I was like, what Social is it? media presence can be a habit. Yeah. 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 So 
So let's redo let's this. Redo this. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll so, run it back. We're going to say habits, it probably for the both of us, is every single day doing something on social media, whether that's posting a story, which people really respond to stories really well. Um, if it's just like of the front table, like the displays, um, sometimes Bonnie Bray Liquor will bring, a, bring us wine and stuff. So like we like to post a picture and like tag them too, also because we're trying to like support the neighborhood. But um, a social media presence, I think every day is a really good thing to have. And um, that also requires us an- answering like the DMs because we get lots of people like DMing us pictures of things we posted and be like, do you have this in our, like in my size or like in a different color or what white dresses do you have in? So we always have to like go through the store and take a picture of every single white dress we have. So that's a habit we have to have every single day. Another habit I noticed we do a lot is creating very large to-do lists. Yeah, I need okay. lists. We have and Natalie like- learned that about me. <laughs> Yes, Some I did structure. learn that about you. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I was like, yes, I'll happily make, make a, a list, list for me. <laughs> but like, I feel like they can be big things, like long term things, and we continually add to that. And then even day to day things, like what we need to focus on today, um, how we need to order, if kind of listening to the customers and seeing what they want. We always add that to our to do list. Mm-hmm. Like, are they shopping for homecoming dresses? Are people going to weddings right now? So just like you know. Mm-hmm. And adding on to that, like when customers will be like, oh, I'm looking for like a white skirt or like we have this event coming up or I really wanted this one outfit that sold out. Can you add me to the list of when we get it back in? So we're always checking that list too and having to call people like every single day. Like when we get a new order in, we're like, oh, someone wanted these jeans. So we have to go and look at our list and call the people to like let them know that they're in. So that's every single day. Um, what else do we do every single day? sweep yeah <laughs> we have the like we went <laughs> yeah the non-glamorous part yeah there's always dust on the ground but we went through the horrible like moth phase in oh, early spring which started. Was... <laughs> do not get me started on so every hour. morning in spring we had to sweep out moths which was disgusting <sighs> yeah, that was our everyday habit <laughs> yeah and now it's watering flowers which is yeah. a lot more glamorous it's summer yeah mm-hmm. fun okay <laughs> so when you were talking about listening to how people are saying okay I'm shopping for homecoming or you know weddings or whatever it may be is that how you guys stay on top of industry trends or is it do you have a whole other I guess like strategy for knowing what is popular yeah I feel like us listening to our customers aren't totally the industry trends I feel like that's Mm kind of what we try to really listen to what our what the people that shop at our store need because we make those personal relationships with them. So we're like, we got you, we'll order them and we'll call you when they come in. Um, But for industry trends, I feel like that came very naturally to us or does. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're always on Pinterest. We're always kind of looking at larger brands and seeing what they're doing um, and just staying up to date that way. Um, I use TikTok a lot for that. Um, And then I think we both use Pinterest a lot. Mm -hmm. And Instagram. Yeah, I I just think, so we also lived in California for um, a part of our life. Okay. And I think just kind of being out there, seeing their style, I think we took a big chunk of California style with us when we moved back to Colorado. Um, So, yeah, not to sound... (laughs) cocky but I feel like we do kind of I don't know I feel like fashion trends and staying on top of that stuff kind of comes naturally 
are pretty easy. Our mom also is really into clothes. So our okay. entire <laughs> life we've been just shopping and like looking at new styles and yeah. trying new like styles of jeans on ourselves to see how we like you know just yeah we're always trying new trends and that doesn't necessarily mean we're gonna buy it for pinks just because you know sometimes it takes a second for like a really popular trend to like land hit. yep yeah and yep. so and also like you I feel like trends are great but they're also something that it is a trend like it'll only yeah. last a year so like if we're gonna buy a tr- like sell a trend at pinks it's gonna be I don't know something that's it's a little short-lived yeah so. so it's just I don't know we try to buy a little bit more of like classy th- pieces timeless pieces that you can wear for a long time okay that thing. makes sense so taking a pause from like the whole work talk of it all because it's super interesting and I have a couple more questions for you guys about that topic but I don't want to pass over the fact that both of you guys are in your mid-20s and you are business owners, but you're also in your mid-20s and you have lives outside of the boutique. So how do you manage your work-life balance, specifically being a young female business owner and just in general, you know, that day-to-day, what that looks like for you all? Yeah, I feel like we really are good at, at least I'm speaking on my part, leaving work at work. I feel like it's crazy, but I worked a desk job obviously before this in a corporate setting and I was so much more stressed and anxious going to bed at night and thinking about everything I had to do the next day than I do now. And it's crazy to me because I own a freaking business. So it makes no sense. (laughs) It makes no sense. But I think it's just because I know it's all going to work out. I have Hannah by my side, who's my Mm -hmm. sister. And it's just, it's very, I don't know why it's calming, but I just know that things are going to work out and play out how they should be. So I like yeah. that. Yeah. Hannah, what um, about you? I'm trying to think. Yeah. You, what's the question again? <laughs> I got so distracted paying attention to Natalie. You're like, what she's saying is really great. Yeah. I'm really like, resonating. Yeah. yeah. Um, just in terms of how you manage your work-life balance, because you know, being oh, yeah. 27 and owning a boutique is not the norm. So after work, does that look like still going out with friends or, you know? Yeah, I didn't really answer that as well. Yeah. No, so, you answered it great. <laughs> um, so I think, and I don't know if this is going to sound bad, but I've gotten really good at being hungover at work. Because <laughs> that's the only it. way you can manage it. Because we didn't have an employee for t- like 11 months. It was just me and Natalie oh, every wow. single day. And in order to have a social life or go like hang out with my friends after work, like and and have a few drinks, like I was gonna be hungover at work the next day on Saturday or Sunday, and I just had to know that. And so did Natalie. <laughs> yeah. So like we would also like let each other know, like if I was hungover, Natalie would open the store, <laughs> and then <laughs> vice versa. So it yeah. just kind of like, I mean, my previous job was horrible. Like I would work till midnight. It because it oh, was wow. film, so it's like LA stuff. So, um, that I had no life at all. Like, never was able to eat dinner with like my boyfriend, or I was living with Natalie at the time too. And like, I'd be working, and they all be going to bed. So this is just significantly better. Um, it's also nice that we don't start till eleven. So if we want to mm-hmm. do like a coffee walk with a friend in the morning or get breakfast, we can. So yeah, the- I feel like that's the biggest perk is having the morning to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. Yeah, <laughs> that makes complete sense. And it seems like you guys 
are one balancing it well, but also that your relationship has stayed intact through it. <laughs> um, so what's your key to success? Because it's not easy working with a family member, a friend, anyone that you're close to. And it seems like you guys have fallen into a pretty good routine. I honestly don't know how we're doing so well <laughs> together because I don't know. We're so, I think it's also because we're so similar. There are like, we're very different in the way that we think about things, but we're also, I don't know. We've also always, we grew up being like best friends. We're only two years apart. Um, it's just like, there's four of us in the family mom, dad, and then us. So like it, we were always just together mm-hmm. and I feel like that kind of just created like a friendship out of it. Okay. Um, so like, and at the end of the day, like we're not going to hate each other because we're yeah. sisters and we love each other. So I think actually that helps, that helps. Cause I feel like if I was doing this with a friend, like you could hate them, you but m- like, we yeah. might not be friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we might we not be friends, <laughs> but like we can't not be sisters at the end of the day. So I think that like, yeah, we will have arguments and stuff, but like we we're very like we communicate so well and I'll be like you're bugging me because of this and she'll be like you're bugging me because of this and then we'll be like okay how do we fix it (laughs) so and then we leave the store happy so (laughs) just that's our key is that we just talk to each other like sisters and it somehow works out yeah Yeah. well that's a good way to go about it and it seems like it's working um so before we jump off I have one more question for you guys and that is just from the outside looking in both of you look like you took an untraditional route. Maybe right after you graduated, you went into a corporate setting in some capacity, but ultimately you ended up here. And for the last year, this has been your life. So what is advice? What is your advice for people who are also looking to pursue an untraditional route or for other young women looking to potentially start their own business? Yeah, I feel like we obviously took a risk. So... Mm -hmm. Our advice definitely is to take those risks, especially if you're passionate about, you know, the outcome of that risk. And, um, and also when you're taking a risk, like you have to be aware, like it's okay if it fails mm -hmm. and just knowing that like, you're looking back, you'll be proud of yourself for trying kind of thing. So like, we were always kind of like, this was something we wanted to do. And if it didn't work out, we knew we'd be okay. And then also we obviously jumped on this opportunity when it presented itself. So I feel like that's a big thing too, um, is to really like take a look at what you're passionate about and if an opportunity arises or you can always create that opportunity for yourself, um, just jump on it and trust your gut through Mm -hmm. it all. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I lied because we always ask our guests one question when we're finishing up. Um, because ultimately this is your podcast episode and you could talk about whatever you wanted to talk about in the last 30, 40 minutes or so. It didn't even have to be pinks related. So what is one question you wish I would have asked you guys? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, oh, oh, sorry. (laughs) I don't know. I think we were honored to begin with to be asked to yeah. be on a podcast. This is our first podcast. Yeah, this, this was, was cool. Wait, that's exciting. No, this okay. is so cool because, like, I listen to podcasts, like, when I drive to work, when I'm late for work, and <laughs> I have always been – I've always loved podcasts, so this is kind of cool. I, I feel like there's question. a fun question, like, about fashion we could But say. what question? Like, our style icons at the moment. I love it. Oh. That's fine. Okay, so yeah, so who's what are our they? style? Yeah, who's our style icons at the moment, Hannah? 
Well, I'm obsessed with Haley Bieber, but um, that fits the aesthetic that you were talking about earlier, like the tomboy. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. and then mine's Sophia Richie, or I guess now Sophia Grange. Okay, Obviously, that, can't that, you tell with her headband? Yeah, I was gonna say that also fits your aesthetic that you were describing earlier. Yeah, loving her right now. Yeah, it's that, called like subtle luxury. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> Natalie's really into that right now. I love it. Well, thank you both so much for being on the show today. It was such an honor to have you both. And it's great. I feel so honored that this was your first podcast. That's super exciting. Um, Before we jump off, everything will be listed in the show notes of today's episode. But for all of our listeners out there who want to follow you on Instagram or are interested in stopping by the boutique, go ahead and plug yourself. Tell them where they can find pinks and how they can connect with you. Yeah, our Instagram is at pinksdenver. I believe our TikTok is at pinks <laughs> underscore Denver. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're yeah, located. No right- website yet, but we will have website, website coming, coming in 2024. Soon. Yeah. Okay, stay tuned. <laughs> yep. And um, in the Brawny Bright neighborhood. Yeah. Yep. There you mm-hmm. go. Well, thank you again so much for being on the show. Like I said, everything will be listed in the show notes below for all of our listeners out there who are interested in following along with uh, Natalie and Hannah's story. Be sure to give them a follow if you're in the Denver area. Be sure to stop by the store. And until next time, everyone, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay hookah. Bye, y'all. Bye.